Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. We've all had days where everything just kind of clicked. You crushed your goals, your boss complimented you, you killed it at the gym, and your Instagram post got a ton of likes. Then tomorrow comes. You missed your alarm. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You realize you're still stuck in quarantine. You're stuck on another Zoom meeting that's going all day. Your Amazon Prime order that's supposed to come next day is now taking four days to get to you. And on top of all that, your Wi-Fi is slow. Because of course, what else could be worse, right? Life will continue to offer circumstances. We have no control over what life will give us. We do, however, have the ability to choose how to respond to those circumstances. You can either see everything horrible about a situation and spiral down the unending rabbit hole of how much life sucks now, or you can see the other side of the same coin and look at the valuable lessons this is teaching you to even how this is making you even stronger. My guest today is Dominic Dietrich Sandoval. Dietrich is a dancer, choreographer, he is a movement scientist, and he is an OG YouTuber. He and his crew, Quest Crew, were winners of America's Best Dance Crew, seasons three and eight. And he was also a judge on So You Think You Can Dance on Fox. Uh, The first time we had Dietrich in the pod was very early on in the show. Uh, It was, I think, in October of 2018. Um, And we also had him uh, on our first live pod that we did at Arena Dance Camp last year. And uh, going back to his original first episode, Uh, We talked a lot about uh, the concept of fear and how to overcome fear. And his philosophy uh, towards that was choosing love. Love is the thing to combat and conquer fear. And uh, obviously in a time like right now where there's a, a lot of uncertainty in the world, a lot of, I guess, reason to be fearful of things. Um, I wanted to kind of see how uh, Dom's been kind of, yeah, just kind of operating during this time. And it's interesting to see how that philosophy that he has is kind of matured and evolved a bit. And uh, he gets into how not necessarily conquering or combating fear uh, with love, but actually choosing to use fear and to, in a lot of ways, even dance with fear, so to speak. And um, he gets into a lot of uh, his philosophies about quality of life and quality of life being the quality of your emotions. And he gets into this whole um, thing about choosing the state that uh, you can be in. And um, he gets into a little bit of the techniques and that things that he uses to kind of train himself to be able to control his state. What I enjoyed most about this conversation is um, seeing that the world being a different place as it is uh, hasn't been so different for for Dom in the way that he views things. Of course, there's uh, laws, there's 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 practices that uh, we all need to um, observe as far as uh, just being safe. And you know, he he you know fully gets all of that. But um, the way that he uh, loves people, the way that he's staying connected, the way that he's creating and working from home, kind of being the same as uh, the way that things were beforehand. I think the cool thing too is uh, seeing that he's giving himself time and and kind of grace to 
um, enjoy, enjoy some of the time, whether that's, uh, you know, binging out on some Netflix and, and getting down on some uh, his, of his favorite quarantine snacks to um, picking up other hobbies and, and uh, doing things like uh, music and not to spoil too much, but uh, we got a uh, surprise little performance in this pod, uh, which is, uh, which was a blow up for me for sure. But um, I think, uh, yeah, during a time like this, it's really important um, to uh, do our health check um, overall. And of course, the, the obvious things that everybody is concerned of is being physically healthy, which is obviously important, but to do the emotional check, to do the mental check, I think is something that uh, we may not all be uh, doing as kind of a daily default sort of thing. And so um, I think this conversation is very important during a time like this. Um, it's easy to to look at the physical isolation as being uh, emotionally isolated or, you know, like to feel that you are alone is uh, definitely something that is important to to check. And I think um, as we get into it in this conversation, um, he gets into uh, ways to do that. And um, I think it was really uh, interesting to kind of see his take on that. Always a fun lightning round. Um, hit him with some new questions. Uh, we got a, a cool little Q&A in with the people who tuned into the IG live stream. And um, yeah, it's a fun conversation. Always fun talking with Dom. And uh, But I think, um, yeah, the, a lot of things that we're talking about in this uh, episode, I think is really um, just important. Important for us to kind of check in on. And yeah, I think it's going to be helpful to um, everybody out there. Um, I think that's it. We got a good one. Let's get into it. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody is well. Um, so, uh, I'm about to hop into another Kinja's podcast live with a very special surprise guest. Um, you can drop your questions into this little question mark box at the bottom of your screen, or, um, just go ahead and plug your questions in here throughout the feed. And then Charlie guy who is in remote virtual land will take down these questions. And at the end, we're going to hop into a Q and a with as many as we can get in. So. Let's get into this. So my very, very special guest today is dancer, choreographer, movement scientist. He is a YouTube OG, winner of ABDC's season three and eight. People are guessing right now. He is a trick shot king. And he's the reason why we lost ABDC. Let's see if he's in here. Yeah. <laughs> That reveal. <laughs> wait, and he wait. also gained 20 pounds of weight. Come on, guys. What's up, yo? What's good? Dietrich, what's up, man? How are you, bro? I'm amazing. How are you, Ben? Dude, I'm doing well. I am uh, quarantined up here. I'm at the Kinder's Complex. I'm here by myself. Uh, social. I wouldn't distance. mind being quarantined over there. Yeah, I you know, I come here once place. a week just to, uh, you know, do the podcast. But it's nice to be able to get out of the house to, you know, shake it up a little bit. But, um, dude, how are you, man? It's been a while. You were so I was going back into uh, our podcast archives. You were like one of our first guests. So it's definitely been it was like October of 2018 when we had you in. So, uh, wow. yeah, it's been a while, man. Um, and you guys are still holding it down, killing the game. I love it. And uh, thank you for having me. And what's up to everybody in the in the comments? What's up, y'all? Hope you guys are well. Uh, life's great over here, man. Quarantine lifestyle, you know, like everybody else. Yeah. And, uh, chilling. I don't think I've danced an eight count in a while. But <laughs> besides that, everything else is pretty great. 
Yo, man. So, you know, obviously the times right now are, are you know, what they are. And, um, you know, what I love and I enjoyed about our conversation, dude, honestly, to be honest, I'm not even just saying this because uh, um, are you are you hearing me right now? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. You, you, your face is just frozen. So I was like, I'm not sure if I lost you. But um, I just got really good dime stops. <laughs> um, but dude, your, your podcast was to honestly one of my favorites because I feel like the way that um, the conversation went, um, I mean, you really just drove it. And like one of the things that I remember uh, very distinctly, man, like you, you, you talked about this like concept of choosing love over fear. And, um, you know, obviously a time like this right now, um, there's a lot of uncertainty and um, let's, let's keep it real. It is a little bit of a scary time. People don't know how to kind of like act anymore and, you know, all of that. So, you know, I would love to hear kind of just in your headspace, like how are you kind of treating um, this time of, uh, you know, the world's in a pandemic and, and like, you know, everybody's kind of handling in their own ways. But, you know, how is it going on in your world right now? Uh, I guess the the way I look at it, um, when I first heard about everything, uh, I, I kind of didn't believe it at all. And and then as time progressed, I noticed less people outside. And then I started getting like yelled at for not having a Kinja's mask over my face every time I went to Target. Um, but I, I feel like uh, it, it's it's a it's like a, it, un, so you said it's uncertainty. And I feel like at any opportunity or anytime there's uncertainty in our life, I feel like it's an opportunity to feel certain. Or um, anytime there's like uh, I feel like who we are internally uh, when we're set up against almost like this, uh, you know, this, uh, I don't want to say like this villain, like any, any problem we have when we see this villain, the greater the villain, um, the greater the opportunity that I look at as to show internally how I am. We can either get defeated by these problems that we have in front of us, or we can look at these problems as like an opportunity or like a challenge. Right. Uh, so uh, I said this in past podcasts, but Albert Einstein once said that you can't solve any problem with the same conscious energy that created it. Yeah, this uh, disease. Uh, throughout time, there's always been different types of viruses. And you can look at the past and it's like the reason why we have uh, more, like we know what, more of what's going on than we did in the past is because this ability to, to communicate over, you know, uh, our phones and the internet. So uh, I, I do believe that um, if you find yourself scared, in any way, uh, and you follow that energy, then you're trying to answer a problem in a negative state. It won't work. It will never work. However, if you can switch it to the opposite side and be like, okay, what is my problem? I can't answer it with more problems, AKA I can't answer this negative energy. So if I look at it from a love state or a blissful state that we get as dancers, we start to become more clear and creative with how we approach the problem instead of attacking it. We kind of use it as a way to jump cut more problems, right? Because at the end of the day, if you're alive, you believe in the idea of solving the problems, right? Because the end of all problems would be to end it for yourself. But when you look at this and you, and you find yourself fighting it, uh, you will constantly lose because you're trying to fight it. So instead, you accept it for what it is and look at it as an opportunity to create something inside your house, to build relationships internally uh, with your family. Um, uh, so I, I truly believe, especially dancers, all dancers are really, really creative. And the, the coolest thing is to look at what ingredients do you have in order to create uh, a new meal, right? And then when you create a new meal, you create a new recipe 
I know it's like super metaphorical, but the way I look at it all is that uh, in the past, I said a big part of all my decision-making, I think everybody's in general, no matter what problem we have in this third dimensional world, if we approach it in a negative state, there's no way of solving it. We'll just keep pushing it. It's like, it's like trying to get a dance move that you've been fighting with so long. You'll probably get it one day, but you won't feel good about it. But the, 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 the moves that you kind of like mess around and play with as a joke, you end up picking it up because it's coming from a different place. Um, so I truly believe to, to try is to keep trying. But to do it is a different story. Uh, so to, com- to kind of collect all the, what we've been talking about with your question, um, looking at this quarantine process in a loving state, and if you find yourself getting excited or anxious and upset, uh, control your emotions, you're going to be able to control your life, and you'll be able to turn this problem into an opportunity, and I think that's power. I love it, man. You keep um, you sit, you, using this word state. And, um, you know, I feel like I know where you're coming from. Uh, uh, you, you're a Tony Robbins fan as well, right? And, Tony uh, Robbins. <laughs> and so, um, but can you kind of break down what you mean by state? And because I remember even in the last time we had you in during arena camp when we did the live pod yeah. and you were talking about being able to control your state, like these blissful states and, you know, things like that. Uh, can you kind of like break that down a little bit more? Like what, what is that? What is the state, first of all? And then for yourself, uh, what do you do to kind of um, maintain and control it to be able to put yourself in, in whatever state you want to be in? Yeah. So uh, a state, when I'm talking about a state, uh, I, I'm essentially talking about the emotional states that we find ourselves in internally. Right. So um, the way I look at it is uh, I remember uh, having a conversation um, with, with my ex and a lot of the things I would say, I'd be like, well, that's just how I feel. So I can't control it. It's just how I feel. And, and when we approach anything in life with, that's just how we feel. We hope to always feel great. Right. But we don't realize that how we feel was always decided by us as much as we think it wasn't decided by us. We always have choice. Right. So for example, it's like, if, uh, I would find myself getting really excited or I'm uh, sorry, anxious and like upset and having an attitude or having like a, you know, just a temperament problem. And then I would like go off and go in my car and I would listen, you know, it's like a song to make me feel good. If I was like brokenhearted, I would listen to like gone by NSYNC or something, you know, like to like make me feel better. And then I started thinking about, okay, was it the song that made me feel good or was it me making a decision to let this song make me feel good? And it was always me letting this song make me feel good. So I started thinking about all of our five senses that are taking in this information that makes up the science of our state, of how we feel. And since the first day of birth, all of our five senses are taking information, getting put into our brain, into our, our, our subconscious, into our conscious to help us make decisions in life. So I started thinking a lot about what could I do to have complete control over my emotions. Cause I, I truly believe uh, Tony Robbins said this too. He said, if you can control your emotions, you can control your life. And for me, I'm extreme. So I mean, either extremely loving or I'm extremely like this demonic devil semen. <laughs> like, just, I'm just like horrible. I'm like horrible. So I was like, okay, if I, if I was able to control, you know, being in that positive state, um, how many more challenges would I be able to accomplish faster? Cause I found myself like having a problem. And I think a lot of people out there, we have problems and over time we get over it, but do I have a choice to decrease that time so I can move on 
and use whatever that failure was as an opportunity. And I found the answer to that was the ability to control my state. And uh, for all those that are out there wondering, like, well, how do you control your state? As dancers, there's this state we go into when we freestyle, right? Or when we're like doing someone's choreo and we're feeling good about it to the point where like, we are not even thinking. We're like completely tapped out. We're just completely accepting what is so deep in that moment, which is the now, that we tend to call that like a blissful state. I remember I was um, at a Crump battle one time and uh, uh, I won't name his name, but um, one of the best Crumpers still to this day, uh, everybody at that battle was so amazing and they were constantly hitting this blissful state in their battle, like all of them, everybody. And I asked like, what made you guys feel like, why is everybody so blissful at this crumb battle? Like at all styles battles, we see it and we don't always feel it from everybody, but like everybody that was dancing this crumb battle had it, excuse me. And, uh, the gentleman said, he was like, well, it's, it's kind of like our escape from reality. Uh, the cypher was this blissful spot that we can be our truest selves. And at that point in time, I thought a lot about like, well, why is that only in the cypher? imagine the ability to have that in the cypher on and off stage. And then you get someone like logistics, right? So uh, you, you get powerful people, Twitch, people that are amazing on and off the court, LeBron James, if we're talking basketball, you know, and, and, and those types of people have realized that, yeah, dance is life, but life is also dance. Life is also everything else. So if you're able to understand internally and break down what's going on inside, your view of the world and the universe becomes a lot more powerful and impactful a vibration that sets off internally that it just exudes out of your body uh, that which also attracts the same type of energy. Right. So I know that was like a, a lot for the, uh, the talk about States, but um, I find that to be very, very powerful. No, nah, man, I, I totally vibe with that because um, you know, I think because um, I went to uh, I went not to make this about a Tony Robbins thing, but I did go to uh, Tony Robbins um, Unleash the Power Within. This was like a couple years ago. Shout out to uh, did you did you step on the fire coals? I did. I walked. I did the fire walk. Yeah. I walked on fire, bro. It was, it was wild. But like, I think my biggest uh, t- takeaway from that, like, was um, yeah, the controlling of your state. And for me, I, I think people do it in, in in their own ways. But I think for me, it's like when I meditate daily. And it's just re- reminding myself, literally, like taking myself to the same three places mentally um, every morning just reminds me of like where where like my place of peace and love and power is. And like to be able to go back to that mentally, um, it like it helps you kind of like look at every situation through that lens. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I can always look find peace in anything. I can find love in anything. I can find power in anything. And so looking at it through that lens kind of helps you approach anything. And like, I love how you're talking about like, cause yeah, but that cypher energy, like when you're in a cypher, when you're dancing, you can tap into what that feels like because you've been there, you've experienced it, you know? So like to, to go back and recall and, and like um, get yourself to even mentally be there. Cause I mean, yeah, like you said, everything starts in your head, right? Like your emotions are in your head even, you know? Cause like you can decide, whether you're going to let something that happened um, be internalized in one way or the other, you know what I'm saying? And that, that doesn't mean that like we don't, um, you know, receive the, the, the hardships in life. I mean, all those things are real. And like, it's just a matter of like, how quickly can you like receive it and then internally decide what do I want to do with it? 
And then from there, like, do you want to sit into it or do you want to move from it? You know what I mean? So like, there's a lot of that. I mean, it, but it comes with practice. And I think that's why like doing daily things like, you know, your, your routines, whether that's meditating or whatever it is for you. Um, it's like, you're training yourself. Like, you know, like, just like dance, you can't, you can't be Logan and just hop on, you know, stage without putting in the the hours and hours and hours of work that she puts in. That's training. She's disciplining herself. So I think mentally it's, it's for sure the same thing. Right. Yeah. And that's a cool thing. Uh, just kind of backpacking off what you said, Ben, like that dance state, right. It's like feeling that and then realizing that we had the power to also turn off music and meditate and, you know, or, or for some people pray and, and build up that, uh, that, that center internally, it really does brighten everything. Like when you open your eyes, right? Like the, the amount of opportunities that you see just the, it just, it becomes brighter, even in darkness, it becomes really, really bright. Right. I always tell a lot of people I work with, like if without darkness, we would never see stars, you know? And and I truly believe that like to look at a, a light and see light and to look at darkness and see light, it, 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 it is, it's beautiful. And that's why I truly believe that like fear is equal to the, the same thing as love because the root of fear to me will always be love. Uh, however, the root of love will always be love. So that's why I, I truly believe in a very cliche way. Love always will end up winning because it's just what everybody really wants deep down inside, you know? So uh, yeah, man, I've, I've, that's really cool that you went to Tony Robbins, man. Yeah, man. Does he, does he not like he could? He's like a dude that can talk for 15 hours, and you will be holding your pee so bad. You're like, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to leave. Shit. I want to listen the whole. Yes, Tony. Like you, <laughs> you leave or like you just man. Yeah. He forces that energy in yeah. you. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a whole experience. I'll never forget it, man. But uh, um, so you know, with that though, man, you know, everybody's locked in. Um, you know, I mean, things are slowly starting to lift up, but. You know, within this time, you know, the past, what, eight weeks now, um, how have you been kind of passing time in terms of um, yourself on a creative side to how work life has been um, personally? Like, how has that uh, time spent um, been for you? Well, we're about to get a tour right now. Yes, here we go. by what just happened right now yo that was incredible i, I oh, uh, uh, my music was so bad i lost him 
It must be my internet saying, shut the hell up, Dietrich, shut up. Bro, that was crazy. I, I didn't even know you had music skills like that, let alone be able to freestyle. Like, that was incredible, man. Thank you for um, blessing it. That was the biggest blow up that's happened so far on these uh, live pods. My goodness. Okay, so wait, are you telling me that you've learned how to do that in eight <laughs> weeks? Thank you for losing us followers. <laughs> nah, dude, that was incredible. So wait, so in the past, you, you're telling me you've been like learning that in the past eight weeks, or you just been doing a lot of that, just playing and and. and oh, that's all I've been doing for like I think for the last year and a half. That and probably eating. <laughs> hey, we're all eating right now, man. We're all eating. <laughs> you know what's sad? It's like I got to like. Like, you know, like 2015, like bat, you know, like dance days. I was like a solid 251, you, or sorry, 151. I got to 200 pounds, and now it's sad because we were still like, you, you got fatter, but I've lost 10 pounds or 15 pounds since quarantine. It's really sad. But um, yeah, man, like, you know, quarantine life is definitely, uh, it's been interesting because even for myself, like the first, I think the first month of it, um, I felt like I was busier than ever because like you know obviously you know when it, when the world shuts down and you know for us like you know we're running a business we have to figure out how to you know keep you know the doors from shutting permanently you know what i'm saying we were like you know how do we how do we um navigate through a time that uh we no one is sure what's going to happen how long it's going to go for but we have no time to sit here and just um be scared we have to move and we got to figure out stuff so we're like troubleshooting a bunch of stuff. Um, so a lot of just pivot points within, you know, our business and stuff. And so um, it wasn't until maybe about like five, six weeks in where I, it finally hit me where I was like, oh, okay, I have a little bit more time on my hands and stuff. Yeah. But um, I think, uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of where a lot of people are at. You know, some people are busier than ever. Some people have more time on their hands than ever. Um, you know, so like, you know, from picking up, Art, artistic skills like that to, you know, chilling out, binging some Netflix or whatever. I think there's room for both, you know, and I think it's a matter yeah. of uh, giving yourself that, um, I guess, just grace to not be so hard on yourself, you know, like, because I'll even speak for myself, you know, if I'm not creating as much as someone else, I'm like, oh, man, I'm totally like, not utilizing my quarantine time as as good as he is because look at what he's doing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and so the, you know, we can kind of get into that like comparison mode. Um, but like, you know, so on top of your music, how, how do you feel like this time, um, like is, uh, teaching you or like, what do you, what do you feel like you're learning and how are you growing, um, through like this weird unprecedented time? You know, I like, I'm, I'm really like terrible at, uh, rules. So like I find myself going out more, now <laughs> than before quarantine uh no i mean i i it's uh it's like weird i feel like uh i've spent a lot of time with uh uh beth my my girlfriend and um gotten close to my dogs but it's like it's like weird it's like uh i don't know if other couples are like this but i found us getting closer because we've been spending more time with each other and getting deeper and and we were like child like whoop, child we are children, like literally to the core. So literally we'll, I mean, that's, this isn't very inspirational at all, but like we play like water guns. <laughs> we like play music together. 
uh, we like, it's like weird. Like we're, we're like, I guess we started cooking. I don't know. Like what I, my life has kind of stayed the same, I guess. Cause I've always just played inside and, and been working on music. Uh, if anything, I've just been like kind of going on illegal hikes. I don't know if that's a thing. And we've been taking awesome trips to target. Cause that's like the new Disneyland now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, uh, most of it has just been spent, um, working Netflix and chilling to be completely honest. Uh, and it's, it's kind of been the same. If anything, we're just trying to get more people to come over and play with us. <laughs> well, so COVID-19 or not, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of the, the same thing, uh, for us. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. Yeah. Is, it, is your work life altered by it at all? Or is it kind of like your workflow just kind of been the same like pre, pre-quarantine? Yeah. So work, uh, especially for content creators, like, like uh, people that like make a living off of making you know content, it's pretty much the same for us. And I, and I do believe that the need for us to supplies is probably higher, you know, cause so many people are at home and so many people like, I mean, I'm constantly on Netflix and the entertainment and the stuff that it brings and, and the joy it brings is, is nice. You know, sadly it slowly turns into like a reason for it to be okay to be lazy, <laughs> you know? So uh, it's just finding that, that fine balance. But uh, yeah, I would just say like, I mean, I, I don't know if this helps anybody out there that just finds himself like, I'm a child, so like playing, I I grew up playing by myself a lot, (laughs) having no friends. So it's kind of the same, except now I have a girlfriend that can put up with me and can also do it. So it's, it's, uh, it's been pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I hear you, man. I feel like for myself, um, my little treats have been, uh, going on like a daily run. I just told myself that I was just going to Lyle, actually, he just like challenged, he, you know, everybody was in those challenges, like push yeah, yeah, challenge yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like he tagged me on like a 5k a day challenge. I'm like, yo, that sounds interesting. And so, um, no, I've been at it. Yeah. I've been going in. I mean, in all honesty, ben, don't I, tell I, me you've been running a 5k every day, six days a week. So I, I, I rest on Sundays. So that's like my day off is Sunday, but I've been going 5k every day. And, uh, honestly, man, it's like the best part of my day, bro. And and uh, I think it's, I mean, a lot of things, I mean, running itself, uh, I used to hate running, but like, you know, you just, 
once you start doing it, you you understand what that runner's high that everyone talked about is. And, um, you know, I've been doing it safe. I, there's a park that I live next to. And then I, I wear a mask and, you know, I'm like staying, you know, like 10 feet away from everybody. But that's been um, that's been life giving, man. You know, just I think the one thing, obviously, yeah, there's health benefits to running and blah, blah, blah. But I think it's the just setting a goal and just like sticking to it. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, you know, like even if that's like going on a daily walk, like that's amazing, too. You know what I mean? But I think for myself, like giving myself something to just kind of like, okay, set a goal, stick to it. And um, and I think that's the other thing, too, that I've been like utilizing social media in a in a different way than before. You know, I think, um, you know, I think you can probably relate to this, too, on a lot of levels. Like we we tend to um, be so focused on like curating our social media presence, uh, you know, like you can you should only post certain things and not post other things. And like if it's not going to be um, super entertaining or engaging. Um, maybe don't post it, but I'm like, man, this is just a, a time where I'm like, I just want to engage um, and and just kind of like open up my life in a way where I'm like, I, I just want to be me. And like, if you, if someone out there is going to find something from it, whether that's a, a bit of encouragement or just kind of like, oh, that's cool or that's interesting. Like, so I've been kind of just posting things on my story that are just like, I don't really care. Like, this is just what I'm learning or I'm into it. I'm proud that yeah. I'm going on these runs, you know? So like, um, yeah, man, like that's kind of the stuff that's been uh, helping me kind of push through. And I, I, I hear you on uh, the trips to Target, man. Like that is <laughs> Disneyland, bro. <laughs> that is Disneyland. Unfortunately, Disneyland is still closed. Um, you know, who knows? We, I hope it, it opens up soon when it's safe. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Target's amazing. Target. I mean, it's like weird because it's like I find it being the same thing. Like there's a long ass line. <laughs> to get into a, it's like Target. It's like, it was like the same thing. And the joy you get when you get inside Target was the same joy I would get while getting into Disneyland or getting on a ride. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Standard man. really, the, the, the standard really went low, didn't it? <laughs> and like, and, and the, the little joys now, like when I go in, I actually find toilet paper. I find, <laughs> I, I'm just like, yo, has anybody else seen this? This is toilet paper. <laughs> like things are starting to kind of like, ease up a little bit people aren't um going so crazy with hoarding and stuff which is great but um yeah man i mean like you know it looks like we're slowly kind of uh inching towards you know that like la is now opening up in phases and stuff like that and um you know i'm sure like even after things open up you know i think what this time has done to all of us is given it, it's like it's uh ingrained in our in our minds now that like there is a new sort of normal way of living you know um socially you know especially like um you know like so you know i think for people who may be used to kind of being a little bit more introverted or kind of like being um more homebodies and stuff like that like in, in your for yourself um i know you got your girlfriend and stuff but like uh staying connected with people you know like being able to um, interact because, uh, you know, even though we're isolated physically, you know, things like this allow us to communicate, allow us to connect. Um, so for yourself in the way that you feel like the way, uh, the world is kind of slowly starting to open up, there's going to be kind of a new sort of normal in terms of the way people behave and stuff like that. Uh, how do you feel for yourself? Um, the way that you, uh, are going to connect with people, do you feel like 
it's going to go back to the way that it was before or like how are you kind of viewing like human connection and stuff moving forward yeah i think it's gonna um it'll go back to like i think our the beginning conversation like what certain states people are in and how they view what had happened right so uh it's like when you go outside there are kind of like two types of people there's one that's like really uh like they're like completely like okay with everything they're you know um they're like maskless and then you got like kinges everywhere but instead of respect all fear none they're kind of in fear of everybody touching them you know? yeah, yeah. and and i and i think either way is if uh whether you have a mask or not as long as the internal happiness is there life will be way easier uh for you and i think when we go outside uh and you know everybody gets released again um i i, I do believe there will be that separation and and people will still be very very scared uh, some people, it might just like, for me, uh, I'm on the side that I would be the same before inside by myself with everybody. I'm kind of the same regardless. Uh, and, and, and that could sound extremely wrong and non caring, but my fear of death is not a fear. So that, that's the reason why it's like, to me, the way I look at it is the way I look at anything else in life, um, of whether it's jumping out of a plane and the ability to that my, you know, my, uh, whatever my shoot doesn't come out or, um, you know, jumping on a plane or, uh, getting sick with something else. Uh, it, it, to me, it's like, I've already had it like, like 34 awesome years of life that I felt like I didn't deserve anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess that's what it is for me. And that could be sounding very selfish because I gotta watch out for others. But again, it's like, I don't want to spread diseases that I don't think I have, but I don't want to be in fear of something that doesn't exist for me, you know? So, uh, it's, uh, one of those things that it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't really pinpoint what I believe, uh, would happen. Uh, but I do believe that the dance community is powerful right now more than they think. Uh, I think that, uh, the ability, like dancers have, recently had the ability to spread this global communication without talking and us forming a, a respect off of movement because we can learn a lot by someone's movement. We actually communication, right? And I've said this in past podcasts out of hum, all human communication, 55% of it is body language, 38% pitch and tone, how you say it. And then 7% the actual words itself. Uh, 55% is a large chunk and dance is all body language it's all expressive and giving out this energy without having to share it. So that's why we can, you know, we can get along with other communist countries or other religions or other types of people or other types of cultures, beliefs, whatever, because movement and, and talking that way is not just saving our own lives while doing it, but it's also saving the viewers, which is why I think also on Instagram and TikTok, why dance is so powerful because it, it brings a positive energy that usually we wouldn't be able to share unless it was in person. But we can watch Keone do a video and we'll still get inspired and feel his energy. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's like dancers, uh, just like all people, but like dancers carry a, a big responsibility. And um, it's that's really cool to hear someone like uh, yourself, Ben, um, just caring less and letting your life open up on the platforms. Cause I, I, I do believe that uh, the ability to share more with yourself helps not just us, like, like us while us, we're doing it like yourself, but it helps all of us witnessing it to want to be more like that. 
you know? So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I, I totally vibe with that. And, you know, like, yeah, with the, you know, being out and like socializing in a way where, um, you know, it's going to have to, you know, I think it's sure we can have the, um, oh, I'm not afraid for my, my own health. Like kind of, you were touching on that, but like, obviously we got to look out for the people around us and to, to look out for your neighbor, you know what I mean? And for the people that, um, you know, may be uh, more at risk than our personal selves. And so I think there's definitely the, the caution that, you know, yeah. we're going to, um, exercise in that way. But then at the same time, like you said, don't, don't let caution be confused with living in fear. Cause I think that's a, a that's an extreme, you know what I mean? To be cautious is just to be aware and be safe, but like, um, to constantly live in fear is because then that that's the state that you're choosing to, to be in. And you're going to look at everything through the lens of being afraid. And I don't think that's at all healthy either. So, um, but you know, as you talk about dance and, um, how dance is, I feel like just so, um, I don't even want to say relevant because it's entertaining. I think it's, uh, it's what it does dance. I think internally everybody whether you identify yourself as a dancer or not you have some connection to dance as an art form whether it's you uh, enjoying watching it um or even attempting it yourself and i think that yeah like that's why everybody is a dancer now like everybody is on tiktok um you know trying the the latest challenges and whatever and and i think that's so important during this time because it's uh it's again it's life-giving it's um it's it's giving you a reason to smile and feel good about yourself, to physically get up and move and and then to interact with it. Because dance is such a social thing, you know, like we go to dances, yeah. you know, like we, we, we clubs and stuff like that. It's a parties are like people in interacting, sharing that dance energy. And, you know, though maybe people aren't doing that in, in the like physical spaces right now. Um, it's, you know, being able to share it and being able to do it through technology is, is, uh, is awesome. And like, I keep saying, man, like I'm so thankful for technology, man. Imagine this pandemic having hit 20 years ago, man. Like it would be a very different experience right now for all of us, you know? And like, um, but you know, I think that's why like, man, I'm, I'm thankful. There's so many, you know, on one side of the coin, it's like, yo, this thing sucks. The coronavirus is making the world, you know, uh, a, a tougher place. But on the other side of it, there's beautiful things that are happening and there's, there's ways that are, that we're learning and growing. And um, yeah, it's, you, you got to look at it in, in um, from both angles. You can't just see it as one. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited to be like, like when we're like grandparents and we have grandkids and we're talking about this moment, I'm excited about how much I'm going to over-exaggerate what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, everybody had a mask on. You could have, even in the house, there was gases. There's like, you know, like, I'm going to explode this thing. Like it was, yeah. Like it was, it's going to be so ridiculous. I'm excited for that to be lying. I mean, obviously, obviously yeah, things are, are, are going to be, you know, like they're tough, but like, what do you see for yourself? Like, what do you actually like love about this time? And it's like weird to ask a question like that. What do you love about the, the, the lockdown? But, um, but I feel like from the way knowing you, you're seeing things from a different perspective. So uh, what do you feel like is amazing for yourself about this time? I think uh, coming out of it, uh, or let me go back a little, just real quick. Um, we were talking about earlier, like when you find yourself like on a harder mission and getting through it and crossing that finish line, the feeling that you did it, 
right? Uh, there's going to be people that might give up and are upset the whole run and the whole mission. So when it ends, there's going to be no fulfillment. Uh, but I, 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 I'm excited for the amount of people that, uh, like yourself and people watching this, that they're using it as an opportunity. And when it ends and, they, and we all cross that finish line, you're going to feel like you can, like human, like human, the human race can take on anything, you know, because finally we realize that in order to get through something as separated as we technically are physically, we're doing stuff like this. We're getting closer emotionally and thinking about what's really real in life, having dinner with your family at tables now, you know, acknowledging the people that you pass by, who you live with. Uh, if you're able to get through this pandemic and cross the finish line, uh, you, we're going to feel so much joy. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for all uh, of, of what comes out of this and um, unleashing and getting back our technical freedom of, to leave our homes however we want. Uh, I think we're going to be very like um, grateful mm. for everything we kind of lost, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I think it's, it's like humbling and, and very cool to, in a weirdly weird way, I think this is a really cool situation. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know if you can hear me because I can't really see you. No, I got you. I got you. I see you. Um, what what is uh what is something that you feel like? Um, what's like the first thing that you're gonna do? Like once once you can and everything is safe and legal to do so. <laughs> uh, babe, can we go to Disneyland with this, when this is all done? Like the real one. Yeah. We'll probably like legit, like this isn't a brand deal for Walt Disney, by the way, this isn't a hashtag ad, but <laughs> I really want to go to like, like Disneyland. And it's like, I don't know. I want to like, I want to go to a, a Kinja's arena. I want to like, you know, interact with people and I want to go to people and, and give them hugs. Yeah. If they let me. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's like, I feel that, man. I, I, I miss Disneyland so much. You know what's so funny, dude? I just had a random thought while, like, this was a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, I wonder what Disneyland looks like right now. It was in the middle of the day. I, oh, I would just yeah. love to be like uh, a freaking fly, just flying through Disneyland, <laughs> seeing it empty. And I actually Googled like Disney, like photos of Disney. Like I was just wondering, I'm, I'm sure like people are like, you know, trying to take photos of what Disneyland looks like. I couldn't find anything. And then my friend, he sends me a YouTube video of a, a helicopter pilot who flew over Disneyland. Cause they normally have uh, flight restrictions over Disneyland. I didn't even know that, but like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like, yeah, when you're there, I don't ever like recall helicopters flying over or planes flying over. That's there's like a no fly zone apparently above Disneyland. But because of the pandemic, they temporarily lifted the no-fly zone. So this helicopter pilot flew over it, and then he just like did a, a, a just a recording. It's it made me so happy. I don't know why, but I was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> Disneyland is empty right now, and they do like a little slow motion um, shot <laughs> over it. Uh, it's pretty. I imagine sick, like man. I imagine like because like I saw footage of Vegas, and like that's crazy to me. Like oh, just yeah. to see the strip. Completely like an old wild, wild west film right. of just like a tumbleweed passing by. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine Disneyland is like, that'd be like, I don't know if I'd be scared, <laughs> you know, like walking through this, like, 
no one's around place or if I'd be excited. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I bet. Dude. I wanna, I'm going to check out the video. Yeah, I'll, I'll send I'll send it to you. I actually, I screenshotted the, I screen recorded the whole video just in case it somehow gets taken. I was like, I need to make sure that I have this forever. So I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you, man. It, it made me happy. Hopefully it'll brighten up your guys' day too a little bit. I know someone's cleaning it too. I know someone's still getting paid to clean oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they got to be, man. But, um, yo, man, I want to hop into a, a lightning round with you, man. I want to fire off some questions at you. And then uh, got to be quick with it, man. Here we go. Lightning in three, two, one. What's the last thing you ate? Uh, uh, th- three musketeers. What time did you wake up today? 10.30 a.m. Who's the last person you FaceTimed? Uh, oh, crap. Uh, uh, Viramit Randawa. Who is that? One of my childhood friends, one of my best friends. Okay, sick. What are you doing too much of? Eating. <laughs> what aren't you doing enough of? Eating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your quarantine guilty pleasure? Uh, Netflix. I'd have to say, I got to say, oh, um, actually not. The Last Dance, the Chicago Bulls Dang. ESPN documentary. Everyone's talking about it. You know, I was trying last night, like, or for the past week, trying to find out how I could watch it. Someone was saying you got to do it through the ESPN app and then you plug in, like, your cable provider. Like, nothing's been working, man, but. Dude, they've been really good at making sure that you have to watch it. at the, They're like. I don't know how they're stopping people from downloading yeah. it and uploading it, you know, on the internet somehow, but they've been doing a really good job because I've been doing the same thing. Great. All right. Last stance. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm going to get on that somehow. Well, uh, 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 for, oh, you already said that. You can go to Disneyland. Um, what would be a content recommendation right now that you would suggest, whether it's a show, movie, book, podcast, whatever, content recommendation? Uh, can, can, people always say this, huh? Kinjas! The Kinjas IG Live. Besides the Kinjas, wait, wait. What am I? What should I recommend as a platform? Oh yeah, just something that you recently uh, watched or listened to that you would recommend that you thought was cool. Uh, is it too deep to say yourself? Ooh. I don't watch anything cool like that. I literally, my life consists of only watching and listening to The Bachelor, the uh, Listen to Your Heart, the singing version, and watching. The last dance, the Chicago Bull story. There it is. Yeah, you you answered in like three. Yeah, you answered three of those then. Uh, well, you did the golden rule last time. Um, you said choose love over fear, right? So um, I think, you, you know, we kind of touched on this, but I guess for the people that are like, you know, tuned in here, to the people who are going to listen to the pod, um, you know, like choosing love over fear, like how do you feel like that should apply? Um, and how do you, how how would you want to see people kind of, uh, learn and kind of grow from this time. Um, yeah, with with uh, the choosing yeah. love concept. I think overall, like, and really getting to the solid root of what I mean by love, I always preached love over fear. Um, but any question or any problem that comes up, two choices are made. Two choices are always made. The root of every choice will be either your loving self or your fearful self. And the best way to know is by how you feel. If you feel fearful and negative, then it's coming from the root of fear. If you're feeling great and joyful, then it's coming from a place of love. Um, And to be completely honest, I do not no longer put love over fear. Uh, I'm at a place now where fear became like a friend. And accepting that fear is a a very 
the root of it, we always, even in an argument with people we love most, it's rooted from a place of love. We're just explaining it out of a place of a fearful energy state. But the root of why I care is because I love so much. So if you could just get to that root and realize that every fearful choice we make is rooted from love anyway, you will save time on making more mistakes. Does that make sense? So uh, getting close with yourself and, and um, doing stuff like what you talked about, Ben, like having that meditation in the morning, or if you're a religious person, you pray and get centered. Um, if you find yourself in a tough place, but you change into that state, you will find yourself making the right decision all the time. Um, and uh, it kind of eliminates all confusion, to be completely honest. So yeah, I think overall, just love yourself. Yeah. Justin yeah. Bieber. He said it best. We should all listen to Biebs. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I, I agree. I vibe with that. Um, cool. I want to transition a little bit of Q&A for the people who popped in some questions here. So let's see. All right. This came in from uh, Antonio Garcia 5507. What is your favorite song? Wow, that is a hard question. <laughs> What is your favorite song? Or maybe what are you vibing with right now? Go Bango by the Kinjas. Hey, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that song goes off, though. Uh, uh, favorite song right now. Favorite song. Um, uh, love, love, love Somebody by uh, uh, Ryan Tedder and uh, Warren Public. I heard it on Songland, which is also a great show. Hell yeah. All right, here, this is from, ah, this is an interesting one. Okay, this is from charade.n, 41 minutes ago. What is your perspective on people taking a break on dance to work on their job, goals, et cetera, and then and losing their touch on dance? So uh, I guess the question is, um, yeah, I guess, the, what is your take on people taking a break from dance to focus on other things? Taking breaks. <clears throat> yeah, I think is if they're taking a break on dance, uh, because they're choosing to have a passion and a love towards some other, uh, you know, um, artist art or work or whatever the case may be business or family. That's great. That's awesome. Um, if it's taking a break from it in fear that you're not making enough money or you're going to be on the streets, uh, that's whether or not they're going to be fulfilled doing it. Um, cause I would rather die dancing on the street <laughs> than die, uh, knowing that I hated my job or whatever the case may be. Right. So I can make billion dollars a year. If I'm a pissed off and upset, it's not worth, it's not worth it anyway. So, um, yeah, as long as they're excited and they're happy about doing it, that's great. The bad thing is you have to remember if you ain't dancing, you're just gonna, <laughs> so be careful. Hey, man. Yeah, it's all about balance, guys. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, <laughs> this is a funny one. This comes from Jackie1. Uh, if you were a WWE fighter, what would your entrance song be? <laughs> That's good. Um, stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Cut them like, oh. No, that's how Rough Riders roll. And that'd be, uh, my name would be uh, uh, the, the Pebble. The, the Pebble. Uh, Dwayne the Pebble Johnson. Not quite the rock, but the Pebble. Coming out the DMX. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go. Let's see. Um, oh, all right. Well, this is not a question, but this is uh, 
your opinion. This comes from Zaydatik. Uh, who are the best two dancers in the game? Right now, in my personal opinion? Yeah, they're, they're wanting to know who, what you think. All right, the two of those dancers to me right now that are my favorite, uh, Ren, he's this guy in a sack right now. Ren is this uh, amazing, nasty freestyler slash choreographer. He's a new sack head uh, that's been um, surprisingly growing a lot. Uh, I, I would say him or Paul concept uh, from Sacramento. Um, and then uh, I think uh, one of the twins. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. With, I think it's. I think it's Larry. Oh, you talking about the twins. twins? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, both of them are nasty, but I had to choose two. So uh, yeah, <laughs> those two. Hell yeah, man! That's what's up. Okay, some more flying in here. Uh, 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 uh. uh this comes from Jessica underscore Newt 4 Do you have a favorite genre of music you like dancing to? Uh, New Music Fridays. On Spotify? And musicals. Oh, I would have to say Hamlin. Or Hamlin. Hamilton. There it is. Hamilton the musical. I've been... uh, Hamilton the musical. You can just tell I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) I said a musical playlist. In my day, (laughs) I would say the soundtrack to Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, we thought that new DJ was gonna say, you know, little, little something, little something. This one's coming in the actual question feed. Uh, when's the next ultimate dance challenge? That's from Akil seven seven seven. The next ultimate dance challenge will be posted on my YouTube channel in uh, this summer, featuring Bethany Moda. Nice. All right. I think we have time for oh, maybe no. here. Let's let's find a good question. Okay, go here. ahead. All right, this will be. Uh, I think this is going to be our last question here. Uh oh, losing connection. Uh, let's make it a good there one. We go. All right. Well, people are wondering about what you like. What's your social security number? People are wondering what you like eating. What is uh what what is your favorite quarantine snack? This is from Nicole. Shout out Nicole. Quarantine snack. Uh uh, babe, what are we been eating as snacks? Each other. Oh my god. Ha ha! Hey What what's the snack? Babe, what's, what, 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 what's our quarantine snack right now? Goldfish. 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 Hashtag no app. Pepperidge Farms, shout out. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, oh, this is fire. You know, it's baked, so it's low in calories compared to Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. I dig it, man. That's, that's a childhood classic. Never never goes out of style, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, Dietrich, man, thank you so much for hopping in, bro. I always love chopping it up with you, man. Like, your, your perspective on life to me is, I think, something that, um, man, we need more people to think that way. And um, I'm glad that first of all that you're you're healthy and you're well. You're you're um, you know you you have no problems uh, you know being um, you know taking care of yourself at home. That's like life is normal. But uh, man, I just I love what you're doing just with uh, 
artistically what you do, you know, on your I mean, artistic platforms. But I think more than that, man, your mentality is what I see coming through all the, the work that you do creatively, man. So um, great catching up with you, man. Always. Heck appreciate yeah, man. Thank you, you so much for having me, Ben. Thank you, Kinjas. And thank you, everybody watching this. I appreciate it, man. I love I love spending time with you, bro. Thank you so much for having me. Right on, man. Appreciate it, bro. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in today for the live pod. Um, obviously if you're here right now, you're checking it live. So good job. Every week we're going to bring on a surprise guest. Um, and, uh, the audio version of this is going to be put onto the podcast platforms on Friday of this week. So, um, and if this is dope, please just share it. Take a screenshot of your phone. Let us know you're listening to it. Uh, tag us, um, can just podcast cast with a K on IG. We're on Twitter, Facebook, all that. Um, all the show notes, all the things that we're talking about here, we're going to get plugged in on kinjas.com slash podcast. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Stay positive. Stay safe. Beatrix, thank you again, bro. Appreciate you. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. Later. Kinja, bye.